0: This episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by BadMagics.com. BadMagics.com. More than just an online journal or a clothing line, BadMagics.com is a lifestyle brand dedicated to keeping you fresh from art to the music to the gear. BadMagics.com. Shout out to the Magic Man. BadMagics.com. Defenders of the True School. Gotta roll up.
1: You are not a kid no more.
0: Nah, uh, I think it's time to grow. Yeah. Homie, you better know. You know it's time to grow. Yeah, man, this that Sean Judah right here, man. It's off oh, that, Drake, that new uh Sean Judah oh, EP. Uh it's uh, called another dope EP. You. June i guess he's doing a promotion where he's going to do a EP this hard man mystics of the manuscript in my crooked letter twice me with that shoes pen you waste to droop trying to make points i got dick skin komodo xbox tag juju django whipping over in the shade music django i try jewels on crumbs hit some emeralds for your pen yeah he killed this man shout out to shout out to john shine juju memories and photographic form on your mantle. hot liquid magma metal to the mantel What it is and what it do, this is the Grown Ass Man <laughs> Hip Hop Show. I am your boy Lawrence G, and in the building with me today is Jonathan Crane, the master of fear, because Joey Burnham is out. What's crack and lacking, my brother?
1: I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing pretty well. You know, Joseph, uh, he's out slaying white women as usual. That's what he does.
0: Yeah, he, he, he slays white women, man. That is, that is what he does. He is a slayer of the um, white women
1: and we he look is, he's collecting it. scrolls he's collecting scrolls and he shall he shall bring what he learns back to us so we too <laughs> can <laughs> learn the knowledge and take in the knowledge and, col- and collect if the white women is. yes yes uh how was your week man uh my week is um it, it was all right man it, it was one of those uh weeks that that kind of just goes in goes into uh the next week i've been watching sports and been dealing with uh lebron james uh probably just not going to be able to beat the the warriors (laughs) ever
0: can we talk about it man um can can we talk about it can we can we talk about it
1: uh i I went to i went to a bowling alley uh a couple of days ago or maybe four or five days ago right after lebron james lost it was kind of like uh the game before no it was the game before the closeout game and uh (laughs) The the entire bowling alley was kind of happy. They kind of celebrated the fact that LeBron James lost. Um, they also booed Draymond Green when they saw him. though. apparently they didn't like Draymond Green still. <laughs> but but they and I, I was like, damn, this dude, man. They just don't. They don't like this guy. But anyway, um, that's all said and done. That was a, that was a major part of my week. Just watching uh, a decent sports black hero fall. <laughs>
0: You know, you know, it's all because... you worship him. <laughs> Let me say it again, man. Y'all need worship him. <laughs> but uh, hey. LeBron James, man, um, I, I knew it was going to go that way. I, I I had been telling people, it's going to go 4-1. They're not going to embarrass these guys. Yeah, it's LeBron James. They're going to go 4-1. Uh-huh. They're not going to embarrass LeBron James. They're going to take it back to the house. Because they won in Cleveland last year. I knew they were going to take the L. Come back home and have a big celebration at the house. Once again, I'm gonna say it like this, man. It's it's
1: four all-stars <laughs> against two all-stars. <laughs> Kevin Love was an all-star. Kevin Love was really, really good with the Timberwolves. And it's amazing to see what he is. He can't people gotta give credit to Chris Bosch, man. They got to give credit to Chris Bosh because he that being the third guy is really tough. It's difficult. And when you look at how much Kevin Love has struggled to be the third guy, it kind of makes you respect the fact that you don't get the same sort of shot selection. You don't get the same opportunities. You don't. And it it, it really has hurt him because I can't say Kevin Love can't play. I don't know if he's uh, I don't think he knows how to fit in. I don't think no. that
0: he's figured out. It was his, tough for Chris Bosh. His role. Yeah, it was tough for Chris Bosch. And then, on top of all the shit that just comes along with Chris Bosch, or the everything, pr- all, all the of the Predators, all
1: of him. the looks and all of the, the sachets and the. But he
0: showed up. He did. When it was time for Chris Bosch to show up, he showed
1: up. He did show up. And he was there to pour champagne on his body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chris Bosch. All of the suds. And I
0: just want to pour champagne on my body
1: yeah man he's got blood clots he probably won't play again
0: yeah yeah i think he's done when i saw that commercial you seen that commercial he does i forget the name he of does it, a blood clot he does ah, a com- blood clot commercial god damn that's sad and i was like it's over he's not coming <laughs> oh shit he, it's, it's he's finished that's kind of he's like advertising some, um, blood clots that's kind of I like the
1: see. als uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> like uh the als um uh, lou Gehrig's disease yeah when they when they named the disease after you because it's like huh this is very rare what are we gonna call this bob you (laughs) we'll call it you man what's your name lou garrick yeah lou garrick's disease man that's that's your disease it's your disease man you you may have it it's
0: all all about you um speaking of it's all about you Mm -hmm. every other city we go every other video no matter where i go I see the same. Word. Is you shake from this dick or is it the fluke? No, i just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the Tupac movie, man, I know you didn't yeah. get a chance to see it, man. No, nope. oh, I've
1: man. kind of avoided it. I'm going to watch it, but I kind of avoided it. I know we're supposed to be reviewing it, but um, you have to understand that I was born in the early 80s. So my heart simply cannot take uh, another terrible experience like this. Should Lawrence uh, G, should I should I endure this? Should I <laughs> should I deal with this? Um
0: Jonathan Crane. My friend my podcast radio show partner <laughs> almost family member. Oh man. Very close to being a family member.
1: I can I can sense something bad coming because um, you you're preparing me.
0: I'm preparing you. Sit down. Oh, you're already sitting down. I'm seated. Wait for the bootleg. <laughs> oh damn! Don't wait for the dollar
1: theater. Don't spend your DVD
0: money or streaming money. Wait
1: for Redbox.
0: Don't even wait for Redbox. Damn. Below wait. Redbox. Wait for the bootleg. Wait for the. Uh, five for twenty deal and get that let me tell you what this movie was all right this movie was notorious two
1: okay notorious two it was notorious two tupac edition biggie was an interesting figure he was a very interesting figure for me we all love biggie we all thought that he was a hip-hop legend but i remember after that after uh notorious came out i said you know what the Tupac film should be absolutely amazing because of his his story is, is just it almost doesn't seem real. You know, him being born um, from, you know, a Phoenix core, a Black Panther and just literally. I mean, this let, guy was an iconic figure. He was a just an icon of icons in hip hop. Let, let's start
0: right there. Sure. June 16th, 1971. <laughs> Mama gave birth to a hell-raising heavenly son. You see, the doctor tried to smack me, but I smacked him back. My first words were, Thug for life and Papa passed the Mac. So what... Uh, Let's start right there. Yes. There was a scene that opened up the movie with Afidi Shakur being acquitted or found not guilty of a crime that she was accused of along with the Black Panthers. Immediately, I was taken aback by seeing a pregnant Afeni Shakur walk down the courthouse stairs and reference the baby in her stomach, when tale has it, Tupac was born in prison.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if he actually was born in prison or, or not. I think it's it's kind of like up in the air. The beginning of Dear Mama,
0: Afeni Shakur. So Afeni Shakur clearly says I don't know if it's the song or this the video but she clearly says I gave birth to Tupac in prison. Okay. Okay. There was no mention of that. <laughs> <laughs> there was no mention of her. Well I take that back. There was mention later on in the movie but it would seem in my mind that you- that, that 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 would be the opening scene. Yeah. Was Afini Shakur giving birth to Tupac In prison.
1: Hmm. Okay. Um strike one, two, and three. Strike one and two. That's just one and two. All right. Okay. Um so what one the dude that plays Tupac.
0: Looks a lot like Tupac. Looks a lot like Tupac. Tupac's brother. He looks like (laughs) Tupac's stepbrother. Not his brother, his stepbrother. Like it's he's the kid that had the same mom as Tupac, but not the same dad. Half brother so like his half brother. So they kinda ate the same food and they ended up looking alike just because that's how genetics work. <laughs> but he it's like, oh shit, that's Tupac. No, that's four Pac. My bad. What up, man? We're Tupac? It was kinda <laughs> like one of them situations. He looks like Tupac, but it's 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 okay, I'ma give them credit. Tupac has an iconic Image. It's hard to duplicate that, but it yeah. took me so long to
1: get used. So you're not even giving them credit for that I, because I felt me, like they picked a the guy who they does did look pick like the him. guy
0: and they 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 picked the perfect guy.
1: Doesn't sound like him.
0: He doesn't sound like him. But, <laughs> but they
1: picked the part. maneurisms By the way, that's that's actually, in my opinion, more important than the appearance. Right. Because Tupac's voice was so memorable. Maybe you, you, you can't do a uh, Chuck. That. You know what I mean? Chuck D. Biggie uh uh Pac. like you know you can go through certain voices that just you know you cannot forget they're in your soul like you're just like that's tupac's voice that's chuck d's voice it's biggie's voice that's dmx that's certain people that's just it just sticks you just, out it just sticks out you and it's
0: and you really can't duplicate it there's really nothing that you can fix or do to duplicate the voice all okay. the thing you can do is, right. is is get the close to the face as you can and make the mannerisms. He had the mannerisms. He had the face. But let me tell you this. When you see it on the big screen, it takes you a minute to get used to. It, it, it's, it's like... It's is too is it just because it's
1: Pac? Is it just because... It's
0: because and, and, and it's because I grew up with Pac. Yeah. It's because I know what Pac looks like because I grew up during that time. I, I, I was there. It's, I'm an old man. I on my old man hate shit today. So...
1: I was there. That's going to be a theme, trust me.
0: Trust me. Remember that I'm on my old man hate shit today. So, that was strike one. Just and then it took me so so I suspended my uh reality and I went along with the fact that this was Tupac. And one of the next things that I started to notice was the chronological order. It felt off. It some some there was a scene where his famous House of Blues performance he performed Hail Mary.
1: And His we're, first and we're song not necessarily we're not necessarily sure whether or not he actually did perform it.
0: I'm i I I don't think that there was ever that a was Hail that Mary was like pretty
1: close to the end though.
0: I mean it it, it, it was um the uh, the performance he did all eyes on me and then right after that he did hail mary and then hail mary hail mary i don't remember a live performance there was as a matter of fact he wasn't even in the video now i know, i will know that he was live during the record machiavelli is his last official live recorded tupac recorded
1: studio album yeah
0: everything after that is just like new, new nation new spray.
1: nation and the stuff that he was supposed to was be supposed doing to do
0: Like was the tail end of all of that stuff that he was probably going to finish up after he came back from Vegas. Mm -hmm. So there's a little bit of that floating around. But, and you know, everything else is like it's Tupac, but it's like it was throwaways.
1: So you have some inaccurate moments. You have some moments where where things are inaccurate. I guess you could say that for a lot of different films. You could say that for a lot of different projects with these people. Um, My biggest worry, the thing that worries me. I haven't seen it. You have. The thing that would make me literally go and, and just burn the theater down uh, <laughs> would would be if they created things that weren't
0: there. According to Jada Pinkett, they did create a couple of scenes that weren't there. Okay, uh, the scene um, they were—I can tell that they were very careful with the um, with the uh, Jada Pinkett scene. They, they they didn't push it, but they kind of. Almost put it as if there could have been a romantic thing there. Which wasn't. There was never. There was not a they romantic were like brother and sister. They were like she, brother and sister.
1: She described him as her her brother. You know what I mean? They just grew up together and we all have those friendships. They had a genuine, actual, real friendship. Right, exactly. Which I guess isn't. It's like they had to force that a little bit, huh? That,
0: I mean, you, you had to have a love interest. Uh, but she really. There was, was
1: a love interest. It was uh the the uh Quincy Jones's daughter. Yeah, yeah, she Rashida Jones' sister, right?
0: I think so. She came up. She came up towards the n- middle end to the end. All right. So so she she did kind of come in and 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 she was the solid love interest. Um, they kind of exposed that there was a poem in his book that he wrote to Jada. Yes, he did. And she never saw that poem. They put it in the movie like he read the poem to her. Yeah, that's that's garbage. And that's what she was kind of up against. That's there was another thing shit. he never really. She never really showed up at any shows, and she did not. Win. Which kind of
1: surprises me. But she was an actress. But she was doing it. her own thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? And and maybe she, you know, maybe she just didn't have time, or they, you know, people fall in. Yeah, he was fall in a different out. circle at that time. Right, right. And so that. then there was another scene where after he hit him up, she meets him in the club and tells him that he's wrong what
1: yeah she yeah. and it, it they they did the I don't even have to do, I don't even have to investigate to know that that's just some movie bullshit, yeah,
0: it was like they took some some the, some theatrical embellishments,
1: <laughs> and she was in the uh she was in the video for <laughs> two of America's movies
0: <laughs> yeah, man, it was um. He was in the courtroom scene. Oh, with here's Snoop? another boo. Here's another bull. Here's another bullshit thing. Speaking of America's right. Most Wanted, the actor that plays Snoop Dogg, I, another horrible Snoop Dogg, straight out of Compton, set the bar for horrible Snoop Dogs, and,
1: and there are a lot. Man, me. I see dudes who look like Snoop Dogg, like Every just walking around, single day. Like, and I'm like, that guy looks like but Snoop but Dogg. Dude,
0: here's where it got me at. The guy not only didn't look like snoop dog apparently he didn't sound like snoop dog either because snoop dog was doing the voice dubbing damn yeah <laughs> yeah he didn't have that many lines but snoop dog was the voice
1: for the snoop dog maybe they should have just done that with the pot guy too
0: i just they sh- maybe they should have just put two, i mean uh uh, uh snoop dog in the movie that would have been great
1: He's a little bit older, you know. He's a little bit older now, so yeah, I guess I mean, the makeup
0: re- can do some things. I mean, I mean, it wouldn't have been out too much out of the damn place. And then, the, speaking of Notorious, they had the biggie that played Notorious in that movie. Yeah, he was in this one. That's kind of neat. So, but my thing is, if you're gonna do that, you need to get the Suge Knight from yeah, straight just, 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 from just straight out going. of Compton and the Michelle A movie. That was the same Suge Knight. Did you see? Did you ever see the Michelle A. movie?
1: No, no, I haven't seen that. The
0: the the the, the 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 Suge Knight. Some say I'm nice, <laughs> and others say I'm nasty. But if you really wanna I'm nasty. Nasty. No.
1: Anyway, she had a couple of songs that were kind of like, dude, it's, it's
0: almost like they're building the hip hop Avengers right now. Yeah, because, yeah, exactly. Because you got straight out of Compton. Then you got this Michelle. So you're going to
1: have like Dre at the end. Like he's going to be at the end of the movie. He's going to be like, I'm building a team.
0: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Dre is like the Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. And and, and, uh, uh, I guess Tupac would be Captain America.
1: Well, uh, okay. Uh, Captain America
0: died in the car in Las Vegas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But technically, I mean, Steve Rogers was thought to be of you know people thought he was dead and he was actually alive maybe Pac is still alive that's what people always if
0: you're still alive you need to bring your ass out of hiding now because
1: bruh it's fucked up
0: man it's fucked up so yeah man but on a scale of one to ten we
1: wanted that we just couldn't deal with that when we were kids could we we couldn't deal with the fact that he was gone I i mean i always i always knew that he was gone but it was like those stories i remember sitting at a lunch table. And talking about that, like, yeah, man, Tupac's okay, man. Like, we were just truly like he's in Cuba with his auntie, man. Yeah, man, just crazy know. shit. Like, and you we, know, the
0: seven day, the Don Kilmanite, the seven day theory. That means he's gonna return in seven years. But
1: technically, yeah, that was true. Like, but it was like, nah, man, maybe he's it's, gone. Maybe
0: it's twenty seven years. Maybe we've still got seven years to go.
1: Nah, he's gone. But his music will live forever. Not that movie. The movie will be thrown in the garbage can apparently. According <laughs> according to you, the movie uh
0: I'm go- on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to give the movie a 4.
1: Oh, that's terrible.
0: I'm going to give it a 4.
1: Rotten Tomatoes gave it 27%. I was like, "Okay, this is pretty bad. This is um you know, maybe they just don't know Pac. So I'll talk I'll talk to Lawrence G maybe cuz Lawrence G knows. And so uh you talking about a 4 out of 10 that's pretty terrible. I debated
0: terrible. I debated going to see the movie. My wife came back. At, I, I at any walk... moment
1: did you think about
0: walking out? No, because the movie is watchable.
1: Okay. Don't get me out.
0: wrong, there are some good moments ten, in though. the movie. Okay, what's the best moment? The best moment is um Remember T Tamara? Oh yeah, of course. One of their husbands plays a drug dealer named Nigel. Okay. That dude played a role he 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 played his damn ass off in that role he set to he was the guy that kind of helped tupac uh, Corey hardwick or uh, something like that he he said he was the guy that supposedly had the girl set tupac up for the rapes thing
1: oh and
0: also the spinoff of that was his goons shot tupac in quad studios and mano was the goon was one of the goons he was a matter of fact goon that shot tupac in the movie okay okay so you know well, that's
1: weird but <laughs> he, it's a bad I don't even know I don't even chug. know what the fuck that was about because that's not even they just had to come up with some reason why it happened for, for the movie right yeah because in that. real life that has nothing to do with shit probably
0: yeah I mean it was a robbery and we don't know any too many background details so they kind of made it seem like
1: fuck fuck funk, punk master flex by the way yeah yeah just pretty much say that.
0: y'all to worship him <laughs> 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 you know but fuck fuck master flex
1: fuck fuck him
0: um funk funk master flex but um fuck funk yeah the movie was just wait for the bootleg all right man just wait for the bootleg like it's it's watchable but it's not great but um by the same token we're talking about tupac yeah we're, we're. it's very hard to make a satisfiable tupac
1: movie i but you, you think so i think it's so much like he has everything that you want he has the tragedy he has the triumph he has the amazing like it's you if i if i that's it sounds like a superhero story it really does it sounds like something that would be in a comic book so you would think that it's like damn we have so much to work with what can we not use because it's you know they have to probably say well damn we can't use all of this stuff because there's so much that he did and all of the stuff that he did like the, you know him having a statue in Atlanta I believe all the stuff he did with homeless people and you know what I mean like he used to just let homeless people stay in his house cuz he was he grew up and he had net close to nothing he was homeless at one point so it's like come on like sh- what about that they did they, didn't did they really, show the heart of the really, man they they, they they show the heart of Okay Pop?
0: now the now according to Benny Boom and LT Hutton the the um what did they call it? The uh I'm gonna say the word trifecta. I think they call it the holy Graham, Holy Grail of Tupac was who he is, who he was, and who he had to be. When you look at the movie from that aspect, you see who Tupac is. And you see who he was. And you see who he had to be as far as navigating through the industry and and, and how he got on and and, and Apparently, he didn't make a lot of money around the uh, Strictly For My Niggas and Tupacalypse Now era. He didn't make a lot of money. And so the reason that he went to, to death row was because he needed money for his family. He needed to put his mom in rehab. They kind of tell that backstory just a little bit. And um, he was supposed to have a three-album deal with Suge Knight and— Twelve-album deal. It, well, well, they the movie in the movie they say three album deal, and All Eyes on Me counted as two albums because it was a double CD. Exactly, Machiavelli was the third one, and he said, "Well, I fulfill my obligation. I'm gonna go start my own thing now with you know rapping and movies and production and all that kind of stuff." Well, Suge Knight, being Suge Knight, he pulls out the old school ledger book and says, "That's all well and good, but you still haven't recouped." And so that's when next uh, there's a few things come go on and then Chug knight and Chug, uh uh kind of pushes him in the direction of starting an east coast version of death row and that's kind of where it starts to so they kind of maybe they cleared that story up and saw how that kind of came apart i've never heard that backstory. maybe that's real maybe that's fake you know but like i said man the movie eh not that great it's it's a four
1: okay okay um well based on what you've said I, I guess uh i guess i have someone to hunt down and kill right
0: I, I, just a few people i don't know who you start with
1: yeah i'm gonna start with the producers some of the writers uh the editors
0: uh, start with the whoever was the white guy that said this is great just start with him okay because it had to know. be a white guy it had to be a white guy
1: It had to be
0: it had to be a white guy born in 1996
1: (laughs) Uh, just on a side note um, Miles Davis there was a Miles Davis movie I think Don Cheadle directed right it wasn't he in it too Uh, I'm not sure if he was in it but my buddy told me about this Miles Davis film that that Don Cheadle I think he directed it actually. Um, and he said that in in the film, it's kind of like this weird heist movie where they're trying to get my, his masters or something like that. Anyway, they, they created this character, I think played by, um, uh, gosh, I'm forgetting his name. Played by a white actor. He's played by a white actor. Anyway, I'm thinking, oh man, I never heard of this guy in, in miles, miles Davis's life. I didn't know he had this friend that he was like, oh, that's because we created this character. He just created a random white man with miles davis i think that's what they did with nigel i think they just created a guy just to push the story along now i will
0: say this great story great story for fiction take tupac out of this movie make it about some other guy great story great
1: movie (laughs) that's terrible though man
0: because it's tupac it's horrible it's like the snoop lion album exactly like the Snoop Lion. The Snoop Lion album is a great
1: Jamaican album. The
0: only problem is it's performed by Snoop Dogg.
1: But that's that's that would make it an absolute <laughs> failure. Think about what you just said.
0: Listen, if you listen to this this movie and the Snoop Lion album,
1: they they go hand in hand. This would be listen, you this would be a great casserole if you removed the feces, because <laughs> if you just take the the shit out of it, it would taste like just just immaculate.
0: Well, they they, they probably need to move the feces out of it. And uh, yeah, I know what you're saying, but yeah,
1: you can't you can't remove. Yeah, it, it, that means that the film is terrible if you you can't have this positive ingredient. If you have to remove like the best ingredient, I, I, I'm
0: telling you, man, if if the movie was not about Tupac it would be great.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I, I guess that just, I guess that says how amazing Tupac was that it's like for anyone else, this would be amazing, but because it's Pac and I, maybe our expectations are too high. My, my, I guess we can close on this man, but my biggest fear with watching this is there are people who don't, they didn't grow up with Tupac. There are people who aren't familiar with the character. There are people who aren't familiar with, just what we're familiar with and and how legendary it truly was, how amazing it truly was. And so they're watching this and they're like, oh, okay, this guy seems pretty interesting. I'm like, no, he was so much more than this. And based on what you're saying, that that my nightmare has been realized. Which uh that that's uh pretty terrible to think about. Yeah, man. Um
0: here's the best thing about that movie. The soundtrack was good as hell. I actually was left. It? The soundtrack was the shit. Um, a little bit of E forty, a little Tupac, little spice one, I think. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, you're being serious. I thought the, you were joking no, around. No, the soundtrack think, was the shit. Because
1: I'm thinking it's just Tupac. R. Kelly,
0: music. um the soundtrack was the shit. All oh, that sweet whining and dying. No, and- uh, they actually played uh I think it was either Dedicated or Honey Love they played.
1: Okay. One of those it
0: was a, it was an old school R. Kelly song. Good ass, good ass soundtrack. Okay. I actually got in my car and turned on the, um all eyes on me. Uh, uh, album and I looked at my wife and said shit I ain't you in to move for some Tupac she said hell yeah So <laughs> turned on some All Eyes On Me and rode to the house
1: but uh yeah man um, what was your favorite song on All Eyes On Me
0: the blind stares of a million pairs of eyes looking hard <laughs> but will never realize the P <laughs> that shit yeah. give me my money laced with bitches and dime real niggas fingers on nickel plated nine triggers I love that shit I love that shit
1: I heard I ain't mad at you on the radio the other day. And um, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I I just, man, I love that song. I really did, man. It was, it's something else. Like, I can't. Did they have Bukin Woodbine? Uh, <laughs> no. Okay, moving they
0: sh- on. They should have had Bukin Woodbine. Matter of fact, Bukin Woodbine probably should have played Tupac. <laughs> and, no, he doesn't look enough like Tupac. I don't Tupac. care, because if they're going to fuck up the movie that much, why not? He should have played Tupac and Suge Knight. <laughs> all in one, film. all in one film. Like, like you turn to the right, there's Tupac. You turn to the left, and there's Suge Knight, and they, you know, having a battle. Like, you know,
1: I came to bring the pain, hardcore, hardcore from the brain. Let's go inside my uh, extra plane. Um, hardcore to the brain. I'm
0: gonna just close this one out. All right, all right. <laughs> and just go with another one. <laughs> yeah. So this has been the grown ass man hip hop show with your boy Lawrence G. And
1: Jonathan Crane, the master, master of, fear. of fear.
0: Wrong, folks. Like we always say about this time,
1: don't go out there and do
0: no dumb shit like make a fucked up Tupac movie.
1: Now do your impression of Joe and start rapping right now.
0: Yo, my name is Joe. I'm a motherfucker. I got Tech 9 running on these motherfuckers. (laughs) If you see me in the street, I'm a motherfucker. And if I see your mother, I'm a motherfucker.
1: Oh, shit.
0: (laughs) Because grown-ass men (laughs) do grown-man shit. And we out. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. The Grown-Ass Man Hip-Hop Show is brought to you by Fourth Coast Media, produced by Lawrence Trammell, and recorded at 4th Coast Studios. This
1: is a 4th Coast Media Production. 4th Coast?